0: Alcohol beyond this point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. On that note, what's, well, your, not... <laughs>
1: what's, your, what's your take on... Uh... Running over pedestrians?
0: Yes, and um, if it's political, does that mean the fact that it's illegal is less relevant?
1: Well, apparently, because we there's a protest going on in our government buildings right now where people are just fucking ho- laying on the horn all day and all night and the cops are just standing by and not giving out um noise violation tickets
0: well they've started they've given some but like not well per- what well,
1: do you see the uh, And the they York... just
0: have 10 million million to pay off all well, of their
1: the protest of the 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 protest leader released a statement that says we're working closely with the Winnipeg police yeah 100% they because are because the police are part of the protest <laughs>
0: it's like... 100% they are oh, i love it this surprises no one. So, this is Alcohol. Bo- bo- uh, but, uh, can the, you start it? The
1: Bois West, where we as. Uh, I, I legitimately fucked that up. I don't know where we're we going with that. It's called Alcohol Beyond This Point. Um, it's a podcast. We talk about stuff. Uh, it's supposed to be business, but this is the second episode. This the Well, this will be the third, but we've had two episodes previous to this uh, where we didn't talk about business at all. Uh, last episode was called and Tyler it... is a racist, all caps, confirmed, canceled in parentheses. <laughs> How do you feel about that?
0: Um, I feel like you're just trying to fuck with the SEO around my name while you no, improve your own. No,
1: the one before that was Willows is unequivocally a supporter of narco-terrorism.
0: Yeah, but that's just your brand. What, <laughs>
1: what does that mean? No, my brand, yeah, I, I'm really trying to... My business partner was like, can you stop tweeting about, like, evading your taxes? <laughs> and then I'm like, nah, it's part of my brand that I'm just like, I just don't pay taxes. It's like that. I have that meme. I'll put it on the screen right now for the video viewers out there. It's a picture of Drake, the uh, the rapper. He has a song called Life is Good featuring Future where he says, I haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. I think it is, he was saying, like, uh, he doesn't even know how rich he is because he yeah. hasn't filed his taxes because he's drunk. And then it's a picture of me, and I'm like, this homie's spitting. <laughs> wow, fantastic. And then, and then I it's like, you, it's like, make memes it's like yourself. Drake Rapper, and that's like Willow's tax <laughs> evader.
0: Puts yet, it on Twitter, du- still doesn't get audited.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have apparently I have been anonymously reported to CRA on two separate occasions for, uh, nice for for potentially tax evasion, and I have not been personally audited. I bet you both times was. Dark. I don't know who that is, but uh,
0: yeah, you. You were talking to his wife, and then yeah.
1: You... Oh. <laughs> it was. Dark I'll both be. Times. I'll beep that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah. My my basically what I assert now is that um I ca- I can't morally pay my taxes because it just goes to corporate bailouts and uh and the war machine. So I don't think any leftist should pay their taxes. I, anyone who tells you to pay your taxes is a fascist. I don't
0: think the fascists want to pay their taxes either. Well then
1: if no one wants to do it, why is it even a thing? I don't get this. Because you have to you don't have to do anything, obviously. <laughs> even yesterday we were at the bar and I was like, I was like this is what our tax money funds and I'm like, well not mine obviously, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: not mine obviously. what tax money? Yeah, so we're at this point with a Canadian uh, trucker. Convoy protest where it's going on week two or three? Yeah, so it's hitting kind of like the global a uh, news stream and kind oh, of yeah, trucking that like way. Ben
1: Shapiro's retweeting like Winnipeg free press articles and shit. Like yeah. it's wild. Like, that's,
0: that's a new low. Um, <laughs> I think like it's It's spark, it sparking protests in other places, like in other countries. There, yeah,
1: do you see there was like a Sweden or somewhere, Finland, something like that, an anti lockdown, and they're fucking holding a Canadian flag. Yeah, they wild. got like
0: 40 trucks to the capital or something. Yeah, so wild. it's like it's a template that's working, and I mean, fucking good for them. It's, I would argue, not nearly as viral as any of the BLM protests were, but it's because I mean, timings also. I think timing, important. yeah, it's winter and whatever. Uh, but I think broadly as far as like people are have more nuanced opinions about lockdowns and vaccine mandates than they do about being senselessly murdered by a cop.
1: Yeah, well, one person is just doing their job and the other people are black. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But um, what do you think about like... This whole, this maybe is kind of related, but this is just, I was, okay. That took me four minutes to say nothing. (laughs) What do you think? So, I think we can all agree, probably within seven years, definitely within 10, truck drivers won't exist as a job anymore. At least not in the
0: capacity they do now.
1: I don't think they'll exist at all.
0: I think they'll still exist because I think short- uh, short freight. Like as long as people are driving their cars, you're going to need, you can't people. get on, you're yeah, going to need yeah, yeah. people in trucks, but if they're, uh, but they're going to be dramatic, they're going to be significantly assisted by autonomy. Surely at, at high. Well,
1: cause why would you have a truck driver that can work eight hours a day when you could have a truck that works 24 hours a day?
0: What I can imagine is truck drivers do the role of like, um, they, you know, they drive the truck for like the last leg of the journey. Well, it's
1: like, uh, pilots. Yeah. Right. They're, they don't really fly the plane anymore.
0: Yeah, it's all autopilot. Yeah, maybe they're in the truck the whole time. Maybe they're not in the truck the whole time. Maybe they sleep while the while the thing is moving along. But that just sounds like a worse job, honestly. Well, yeah,
1: but the capitalists don't give a shit about what a worse job is.
0: I mean, they're already having a shortage of drivers. Like, if they make it worse.
1: Yeah, that's fair, but then there's going to have to be some laws that... Okay, for instance, in my industry... That's the
0: real restriction, not the technology, it's going to be the legal structure.
1: Yes, 100%, yeah. Well, that's, like, fucking Teslas are capable of full auto in in non-snowy places, and most governments just won't let them do it.
0: Right. Most Um, insurance companies don't want to go
1: there. Yeah, exactly, and... I guess like I, I only the all I know about this is from my industry because Anheuser-Busch bought like everyone fucking 2000 self-driving semis oh uh, to move uh, beer across the country okay uh, they're like the first company to do it and uh, they have like fully autonomous driverless uh, semis that they're allowed to like drive through certain states like Texas and stuff hmm. from like one end to the other to move beer Interesting. Yeah, and it's significantly more efficient than yeah. uh, obviously having a human because the human part of it is is your is your biggest weakness, right? You
0: need snacks. You got to take a shit.
1: Well, and the the whatever the road authority is called
0: uh, here, it's DOT. There, it's... yeah, Department
1: of Transportation requires you to take whatever how many hours off yeah. after every hours of driving, and they will log you at booths at way stations to make sure. And they're like, how'd you make a fucking eight hour drive? And yeah, in six hours, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, You get pulled
0: over. They'll check your logs. Yeah. They they check your load. They check everything. And they're pretty strict about that here. Very,
1: very strict. Yeah. And, uh, but so you can't, you like, so just fucking send your, send your robot. Yeah. Which I just, I just find is, I think is ironic that a lot of these, um, these trucker protesters are not anti-government, they're anti-liberal government. Yeah. Right? And
0: they think... A lot of them are very pro-authoritarian. It's just their agenda.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, white supremacists are mostly, I think... Authoritarian. Authoritarian, right? They're not...
0: It's not like they're... Fascist adjacent.
1: Yeah, it's not like they're anarcho-Nazis. Is that a... uh, That's definitely a thing, but... every every, Everything... Nazis Nazis have everything. Everything is a thing, but uh, I I think there's... um, you know, so it's not like they want to get rid of government. No, and then, you know, ironically, like the 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 capitalist system that's going to put them out of jobs, or and make their jobs my favorite shittier, part.
0: Elon Musk, who's their champion because he tweets their shit and promotes them, is one of the people chief biggest ru-
1: proponent. He's the one that's biggest proponent
0: fucking... of autonomous trucks and getting rid of their jobs.
1: Yeah, which is it just is 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 poetic. I think in a lot of ways. I think it's yeah.
0: I mean, what great you got a retweet from the world's richest man, and he's gonna be like ha ha ha, and then he never thought about you again. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I, I um, there's uh, I forget who said it, but there was a there's a famous, I think capitalist uh econ- economist from like, long time ago, that was projecting. By, like, this year, because labor will have gotten so automated, um, will humans would have to, like, a normal work week would now be, like, 10 hours a week.
0: Right, so it's, like, an abundance. Um, It's, like, a post... It's a paradox kind of thing where... Yeah, what do you call it, like, a post-scarcity?
1: Yeah, yeah, where we're obviously not post-scarcity, but we are... Because if you look at a chart of how much productivity has increased, it doesn't align with how little... You know, like what I'm trying to say is, they keep workers. The proletariat keeps the workers <laughs> working um, the same amount of hours or more over the last like 50 years. Well, productivity is skyrocketed. Right. So our capitalist overlords, I'm just going communist for this episode. I don't know. <laughs> are uh, are exploiting us more because in theory we would have to work significantly less because of how efficient everything's gotten
0: right but that would assume redistribution of wealth and resources which doesn't happen
1: yeah correct
0: yeah so the and also the idea is i mean it's not completely evil because maybe the hours worked could be reduced like everyone i think what what, what's the actual statistic of like the amount of time you need to work to feel fulfilled and it's something like less than 18 hours a week
1: i think it is around 18 yeah i think you're right it's around 18 hours a week of uh they've done studies in um in scandinavia um of like five hour days four days weeks kind of thing yeah where it's like 20 hour work weeks and it's um productivity doesn't really fall that much Yeah. Like, as far as, like, manufacturing and stuff goes. Oh, Um, well, well, I would say manufacturing... But you have to also think about the amount of fucking manufacturing Scandinavia does. Yeah. Name something Sweden makes besides IKEA or, like... Well, see,
0: I would argue uh, manufacturing is very linear. It's, like, hours per widgets produced is very, very linear. Um, Where you don't... Where you would have the productivity maybe not change a lot is like a lot of uh, knowledge-based work. Like maybe you have an insurance company, whatever, and the office is
1: open less hours,
0: you probably would have a similar revenue base.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's, I think like most of like Sweden is... is um serv- know- is, Knowledge-based, service-based. Is, yeah. is exactly that. So that's one argument against that kind of thing is that yeah. when you have a manufacturing heavy economy like Canada or the United States, that might be harder to get into.
0: Actually, U.S., in canada are both service-based biased heavily service biased
1: yeah every developed nation is though but like we manufacture a fuck ton of stuff yeah we do or uh more less manufacturing more so like resource processing yes um which is all man heavy yeah it's trades related yeah like which all that shit mines oil pipeline yeah exactly so um yeah, manufacturing wasn't the right word, but more so, so like
0: labor-intensive here's a, businesses. Here's a quick uh, drop in the comments. If uh, w- What was the thing that, like where you grew up, what was the one thing that you knew that you could go do that was kind of a shitty job, but you would make a shitload of money? Uh, for us um, here as in Canadiana was pipeline work. We
1: could go work on the pipelines, yeah. yeah. I you never even, work or on the, the rigs.
0: Yeah, work on the pipeline. You, you Did you ever consider s- that? Um... Never. No, never seriously. It never. was, the, it was. The, I think the travel and the culture put me off more than anything else. Not the work. It's just the, I didn't want the fucking work culture. It's so the work it, for me. It, it seems super toxic. <laughs> toxic. I but love yeah.
1: the culture. It's the work for me. I love snorting Xanax and raw dogging hookers.
0: No, that's not the, that's not my issue. It's just what you imagine like greasy dirty yeah depraved tradespeople to be that's the worst of the worst is the ones that are on the on the road like that because well i'm sure
1: you went to school with a ton of them
0: (laughs) when the thing is when you're in a work camp with all men and there's no
1: don't ask don't tell
0: well there's no accountability there's no balance like look at the if you want to see what crime rates are like without women around i <laughs> uh, look at the mining camps in like at the gold mining camps yeah, that, yeah. you know when the prospecting era in california the murder the rates out of each other. the murder rates are astronomical yeah that's so funny, like actually. it's so violent well, it's, it's so bad it's so shit because
1: right now i'm having a stress day right go have sex right and then you're like oh, okay that i was being dumb but you're fucking like, Ugh, there's nothing to do in this gold mining town. I'm going to fight somebody. Well, the
0: thing is, when there's women around, uh, men will, you know, there's violence from competition, but it's like, it's within limits. Yeah. If you're super violent. Oh, because
1: if you kill someone in front of a woman, they're not going to like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe if you win a fight, they'll like you. But, exactly. If yeah, you're yeah.
0: super violent, uh, there's a lot of consequences. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a little bit violent, whatever. Like, So that's how society works. Look it up. But... Anyways, I didn't want to be in these work camps, but I know one kid that did, um, he managed to hold on to his sanity, but he was in a special situation where he was like two generations grandfathered into a really good union. Okay. So his grandfather and his dad and his big brother were all in this union. So that cut off like eight years off of his progress. right
1: For context, right when Tyler and I were graduating high school, um, oil was like over $100 a barrel. Um, yeah. this would have been in the late 2010s or, or like mid no like early 2000s you graduated 2013 right?
0: yeah let's say 2010 to 2018 yeah like. oil
1: was over $100 a barrel for the first time um, so all these oil sands which we have in Alberta here and Saskatchewan here in Canada um, all of a sudden became viable because yeah. it used to be too expensive to extract the oil but with yeah. oil being so expensive so there was this boom of uh, investment Yeah. and we opened a ton of new rigs and they were like just fucking looking for anybody, yeah. so they would pay you right out the gate, fucking fifty dollars an hour, to with no education to go fucking work on these so, rigs. And
0: at these hours, you're looking at you're doing two, about one hundred twenty grand a year, and you're getting about two to three months a year off.
1: And you're doing you would usually do um, from the people that I know would do like two weeks on, one week off. Yeah. So you would go live on the camp that's uh, 14
0: at, days on 7 off and you work 14 straight yeah and you're you, working 10 to, 10 to 14 hour days usually
1: yeah you work 14 days straight but then they fly you back and they pay for your flights back and forth yeah and they fly you back home and then you get a week off yeah and then and so all the people that I used to party with that worked on the rigs made they were you know 18, 19, 20 no education and frankly a lot of them probably couldn't go to university even if they wanted to um, making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, um, and then they so they and then it
0: all go up their nose,
1: and then they would have a week off fucking work.
0: Yeah, and you. Spend so
1: it. I used to party with these people because they'd fucking just come in with like I'm like, oh, that is a thousand dollars of cocaine right there. Yeah, like just fucking bags of drugs, and I like. There, I, I don't know if it happens on the camps, but I know a lo-
0: no. Everyone they're very strict on on camp.
1: Everyone I know that. Was worked on the rigs, loved having sex with prostitutes.
0: Oh, that yeah, that no, was like that's probably easier.
1: You wouldn't get it on camp, but like you know, five minutes outside of. Because like I have nothing wrong with sex work. I would probably have sex with a prostitute if I knew where to find one. Where to even find these people? <laughs> um. Here's something actually here little caveat here before I finish the story. It's a phrase I heard, I think I probably heard in a movie, and I never got it. Even when I was, even after I started having sex, I never got it. It's, uh, you don't pay a prostitute for sex, you pay her to leave afterwards. <laughs> and I never. Knowing sex workers, I would say that is not true. <laughs> sure. But because, and I never even got it until like pretty recently, last like year. Mm. When. My girlfriend was really annoying, and I'm like, "Man, I wish she'd just leave." And I'm like, "Wait, now it all makes sense."
0: <laughs> that may have been true at I some point. I wish she would just leave after I had sex with you. That may have been true at some point for some people, but I think broadly it's not true.
1: Okay, Mister, I'm in a happy relationship.
0: No, I just think that most people shit ain't so
1: hot that she wants to stick around. Anyway, um, so most of the people that I know that worked on the rigs. Um, I know more than one that died because of snorting oxycontin, right? Um, and uh, yeah, but then, uh, OPEC flexed their muscles a little bit. The Prince of Saudi Arabia said, "I'm never letting fucking oil getting that expensive again," and a bunch of these rigs fucking closed in Canada because the...
0: yeah, the industry collapsed, and it yeah. was well known that like in these um fly fly in fly out towns like Fort Mac and stuff. Uh, Fort McMurray which pretty much burned down <laughs> yeah and they <laughs> um, just
1: never rebuilt it right cuz it's like
0: Well they yeah they rebuilt most of it but uh Fort Mac was used to be way bigger and there was such a fast and intense exodus of workers and a lot of these guys are working out there were higher skilled like welders Of course stuff. yeah yeah I was
1: I was being, I was, being, I was well, being, talking
0: about the labor pool, which the, is also true. The but people
1: that I partied with were not, were not fucking skilled laborers. Yeah. They were high school dropouts that were, their parents were like, you get to go to the fucking rig and work or you're out of my fucking house. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So these guys, so these skilled workers, these welding rigs are these like, you know, brands, brand, brand new... sorry,
1: you're getting paid 120 Gs and they're paying for your fucking food and lodging for two weeks yeah. or two or three weeks a month. Yeah. So plus. like, you have so much goddamn disposable income, and then
0: you're also getting untaxable live out allowance, which is like right. an additional like two or yeah, three thousand
1: or whatever to live out there. Yeah, it's like an yeah. ex-
0: extra like three thousand dollars a month that's untaxable on yeah. top of your wages. Yeah. So yeah, it's like net to you, it's you're like over over hundred G's. Like yeah,
1: and you're twenty with no fucking edu- with a failing high school grade. It's like that's a pretty attractive. Yeah.
0: So all these guys get fancy cars, fast trucks, whatever. Yeah. And there was. Uh, at the airports, there was just like parking lots full of these like one hundred thousand dollars plus welding rig trucks that people just abandoned there because they like had this big payment on there that they could no longer afford. And they just abandoned it there for repo for like the bank to go collect. Like I'm not fucking driving that thing back home. like i'm I'm shutting down. The it's rigs like when, are shut uh, down.
1: It's like when the Soviets pulled out of Afghanistan and just left all the fucking equipment. When everyone did that at one point? Yeah, everyone did that like six different times. And Afghanistan just wins every time? Well, that's why it's, yeah, that's why it's interesting to like watch Taliban. It's like the Taliban, the weapons they use, it's like you can tell it's different generations from different com- countries. Yeah, the entire time they were fighting the US, it was using Soviet weapons. You know, they have fucking, um they have videos of you, them pulling out um AK-47s out of the sand from 50 years ago. Uh, you wash them off and they fire perfectly yeah those are fucking
0: that's that's why they're the most commonly sold com- weapon in the world. commonly
1: sold weapon and the most that guy was a genius yeah i think he said late he just died like five years ago um kalishnikov was his name um which i think ak ak is his is like alexei kalishnikov yeah and then he invented it in 1947 right so that's why it's ak 47 um he said like i later in life he's like i wish i would would have been famous for like not killing people or something. like something to that effect yeah that was like i wish my you know my legacy wasn't like the doom of like nations or whatever
0: i wouldn't say the doom of nations i would say it's the weapon of the people
1: well that's what um that's you ever how watched I that movie it. lord of the war with uh the cage. Yeah. It's a true story about a weapons smuggler. And fun and, uh, fun
0: fact, all the weapons in the movie were real because it was cheaper, cheaper than props. Cheaper to get real weapons than props. Uh the, the tanks and everything, everything was
1: real. The skeleton in the pool in Poltergeist? Yeah. Uh, that was a real human skeleton. Oh, they used to do that Because it was cheaper all, than getting a prop. Uh they, and they yeah. told They used, they they always did that in movies. I think if I recall, they told the actress that mid-take right while she was touching it. Uh, so then, when she was freaking out, that was a real fear reaction. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Um, love, anyway, but I love uh,
0: film in the eighties and nineties. That was the
1: seventies, I think. Ghost, yeah. But uh, that's uh, they there here. With the fucking TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, in that in w- Lord of War, they said something or uh, like Nick Cage is justified being a arms dealer by basically saying like I'm giving, I'm helping people liberate themselves absolutely like i like they like armed revolution has been able to happen against oppressive governments because of the ak-47s that i'm well it's selling it's only illegal weapons trading
0: because the people that have all the power say i don't want them to have guns but Not then, because it's morally wrong but then
1: like the the openings the opening uh cinematic is fucking awesome google that yeah. lord of war opening cinematic uh you're following the point of view of a bullet as it goes from, like, a factory in America to, like, South Sudan War. Yeah, yeah, And it's, like, uh, it keeps going black and then, like, because you, you like, get puts in a box and then reopens by, like, a different person on a dock and then whatever. And then the last scene, you see him take because it's you it's the point of view of the camera it takes it and then shoots it out of a gun into a child's head yeah because like a child sold like a four-year-old 10-year-old a with a fucking gun yeah and it kills it and it's like oh <laughs> like that's fucking amazing it's a great opener yeah. kind of shit like the i watched this movie like a year maybe like six months ago again like i, I had watched it before um aged cgi for sure mm-hmm. but uh really really i really liked it i think it got poor critical reviews but uh i like, like i fucking love nick cage i was
0: gonna say like most of nick i watched actually the most recent nick cage movie that was him in this like weird post-apocalyptic world it was all based in i believe it was filmed in china because like pretty much the entire cast and extended cast is all chinese and there's like one white oh, yeah. guy in the whole movie next to nick he cage. does um a lot of low budget movies.
1: He does a ton of well, yeah, because he is uh, he owes the IRS like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and uh, so he's just in like thirty straight to Netflix movies a year because he yeah. needs to fucking pay his bills. He's so many fucking back taxes he owns owes. Um, but he's doing a movie. What is it, Edgar Allan Poe? I think, like now, like this is just happening right now. They're filming it. Um. He has, like, a pet crow Mm -hmm. uh, that, like, insults him constantly or something. Mm -hmm. And he's doing this bizarre interview. I'll put a fucking link if I remember. But he did this bizarre interview he's like, yeah, I have a crow and it insults me. It insults the size of my ass and stuff. And it's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm suited for this role because I believe I am a goth. I have been a goth my entire life. <laughs> it's just oh, like, right. Nick, when you talk... Like, Nick Cage is is literally a crazy person. Yeah. But you, you look at him, like, he's a fucking capable actor. Like, yeah. when he's in something that's suited... Oh, yeah. He is, he is... He's a great actor. He's great. Um, But he's simultaneously in some of the best films and worst performances and the fucking worst film national treasure has got to be
0: one of my favorite movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, che- it's cheesy. It's a kid's movie, but like, it's, but it's like, not bad it like, was, like, for it, the, for the material for, like, for the
0: time and for the age group it was targeted to. It was gonna, awesome. I'm
1: going to kidnap the fucking president of the United States.
0: <laughs> but like the, I mean the, the original one, but like, yeah, the, I'm going to
1: take the de- de- declaration of independence. Yeah, it was almost like it was kind of—it's no, like, it, for kids. It's right? like Ocean's like, Eleven era yeah,
0: of like that. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: over the top heist movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought it was really good, and but yeah, anyways, I've always loved Nick Cage, and I it's love just, Nick Cage too. So I watched this movie like in good faith, wanting to be a Nick Cage fan. And Carly's like, I'm not fucking watching this. She's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pass out <laughs> yeah. as she usually does, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So she passes out. I made it 45 minutes into the movie. I still didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I had this. I was. I couldn't quite get it. So I had the subtitles on. I still couldn't, I I couldn't even catch the drift of the plot line. Like I got, I got like what was happening, but like it not like the why never made sense. The what was apparent. The why never made sense. And it's like, I just found the movie almost unwatchable.
1: He just did a movie recently that was fucking phenomenal. It's uh, I think it was an indie film. 824 may have produced it, but it was like this weird surrealist where his like wife gets murdered by a cult. And then it's like a revenge film and it's like a lot Mm. of like weird, like dream like sequences, weird colors and shit like that. But he's fucking does a great emotional performance in that. And then you watch other shit where it's like, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. And it's like, what are you talking? Like he's, (laughs) yeah, he's, he's, he's an insane person. um, And we love him. Uh, Also, I, I always forget this. I laugh every time he's a fucking copula. Copula, like a fucking the guy Francis Ford Coppola, the guy that did the godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh he's like his nephew. Oh. i uh, changed his name because he didn't want to be a or he not a so but he didn't want to like he wanted to like get he, famous on his own. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to be just thought of oh Francis fucking Ford Copula's I didn't know. But know that, that is a law lo- that is yeah, he's a fucking copula. That's cool. Um he's on his sixth wife now or something, fifth or sixth wife. Uh his last marriage, if I recall, lasted like four weeks. Um, and there's a video of him in Vegas like two days after getting married, just screaming at her in a hotel like from like a security camp. He seems like
0: a crazy slash like self destructive person that may that's probably domestic abuser. I don't I just 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 by nature being crazy. I don't
1: think it's ever been alleged, but I could see it. Like, not. I'm
0: not saying physical abuse, or I mean, like, yeah, guy okay, screaming yeah. at his wife. Like, he'd probably just be hard to live with. Yes. But in in one of and, his 27 houses right.
1: or his castle, he owns a castle in Scotland.
0: Right. And then yep. there's fucking Steven Seagal, who's just objectively a piece of shit.
1: Steven Seagal is a piece of shit. He's also a Russian plant
0: at this point. He's an everything plant. The guy is... knows. The guy knows more dictators than fucking Trump.
1: Yeah, he like brushes fucking. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He's fr-
0: Why? He's he's. Fr- why proudly is... friends with like some awful but, like, like why some is... of the worst people in the world. Why is
1: like Putin friends with Steven of all people? Like it doesn't make any sense.
0: I think he's like he's got to be like an Epstein like figure for some reason, but not like pedophile ring related. He's, he's got it is. something else going on. Maybe
1: it is pedophile related. Maybe it is. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Maybe it'll come out later. You wave. heard it here first, guys. Yeah. <laughs> alleged. Uh, this is all alleged. Please don't sue me, Steven. So Segal. anyways,
0: I want to circle back to Segesch finish offers. the pipeline thought. Okay, we're going to take a shot first First
1: of all, we will uh, Shot caller Thank you You got that right You didn't get the name of the podcast right But you got this right This is the segment that we call Shot Caller The part of the show Where we take a shot The you, the audience, picks Um, Today we are taking mystery shot I have no idea Should we make that a segment? Mystery shot? Um, (laughs) Sure So I have no idea what's in this Neither do I Uh, Well, it's some sort of whiskey I have no idea what the brand is Uh, It's from my flask Uh, Because we are Which I want to talk about in a second We are going on a ski trip right away Are we? Uh, Tomorrow we are leaving, Tyler Please tell me you remembered this I better get some skis True We're going skiing tomorrow For four days And I want to take my flask with me Full on the hills Mm -hmm. But it has like this much liquid in it still From just like whatever So instead of like dumping it out We're just going to drink it on the podcast alcohol abuse And then I'll fill it Like before we leave. Perfect. So I have no idea what this is. Cheers.
0: Oh! I don't react to shots, but that was... Oh! That's oxidized as fuck.
1: Yeah, no shit. I think it's been in my Uh. class for fucking months. No, not months. I...
0: I don't react to shots, and that one got me. <laughs>
1: See, you know what's funny is that Jesus I... Jesus Christ. I usually react to shots, and I reacted less than usual.
0: I know. I was waiting for the hack.
1: We have very, very different tastes. That was
0: really harsh.
1: <laughs> well, good thing there's only, like, four more in here. Oh, God.
0: Um. Okay, so, anyway, pipeline.
1: Yeah, so we're going so, to the pipelines. Uh, that's yeah. so I, part I, of this podcast we're trying to announce that uh, we are retiring the podcast to go work on the pipelines. <laughs>
0: So I I just had kind of like recovered memory as you were talking about like another reason why I didn't go to the pipelines. It was just it was generally that advice of anyone that makes that much money just wastes it, which I think is generally probably some of the most destructive advice I've
1: ever gotten. Were you fiscally responsible when you were a kid?
0: More than I am now in some ways. Okay.
1: I was extremely uh, I so I had a toxic relationship with money. Where I had the... It's because my parents are both like government workers, like house is their biggest asset, no stock portfolio. Like, There's no values um, around money. But they always... Not not that they sat me down and told me this, but I always got from them, I need to save all my money because yeah, a penny saved is a penny earned kind of thing, right? Yeah. And when I was... I had several preneurs when I was a kid, like I used to uh, do freelance videography, Um, my brother played a lot of sports, I would go to his games and record the videos and then uh, edit them into like TSN style highlight reels, burn them onto DVDs and sell them to parents when I was like 12, 13, and then I, uh, you know, lemonade stands, Uh, Zach and I sell coke from our lockers, (laughs) <laughs> not that kind of coke uh, we got shut down because rumors were spreading that we were selling coke in our locker but it was it was actually coca-cola yeah because it was the year after they took or it was the same year they took out the vending machines in the yeah. as a health initiative for children
0: so you got worse charges for the coca-cola than cocaine
1: I don't think we actually got in trouble but well, they just shut us down but um anyway I had several preneurs when i was uh when i was a uh, kid and i saved like a hundred percent of that money mm-hmm. so we would go out to, uh, not to, we wouldn't go out to restaurants because we were fucking teenagers, but like we'd go out to like McDonald's or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I would never spend a cent. Right. And I would often, and then, I, and then often people would feel bad and give me their food. Right. So, and then it became a meme that I was just like, you give Willows your fucking leftovers you couldn't eat. Right. I'd eat the pizza crusts and the fucking <laughs> the See, pickles off the burger and I stuff. was the
0: opposite. When I had money, I would spend it. But yeah. like, I still, um. You know, I would I would spend a, what a percentage of my money on food, but like I was making, I've always made quite a bit of money for my age group, quite a bit more than average. I mean, now that I'm yeah, because you
1: started working pretty young, right? Yeah,
0: so like currently I'm at probably like at or maybe a little above average for my age group. I'm not like way above average like I used to be. See, I'm severely. So below I was my... <laughs> I was always very free with my money. Like I would. <laughs> You know, I'd buy drinks for my friends. I'd buy food for my friends. So i always buy gas. Like, I was always free with money. Yeah. But I was still pretty good with it. Um, where I where shit started going downhill for me is, like, when I had a car that I had put quite a bit of money into. I blew the engine on it. And it was kind of, like, in a you're fucked or you're fucked situation where it was worth, like, 10 grand. But with a blown engine, it was, it was worth, worth nothing. It was worth nothing. Yeah. But a, a new engine costs, like, 5 grand. And it's, like, either I lose eight grand or i lose three grand so then i like i had to take my eight grand of savings and put it into my vehicle and then like another two things happen where like i moved in the city and then a bunch of other stuff happened i got a lower income job so i went from having like a huge cushion of savings to just like dwindling away to nothing and then getting really bad financial advice and then like slumping into debt so like i've had a roller coaster in terms of finance but the advice of like if you go and get a job or you make a shitload of money, you're just gonna blow it all. I think what like Poor it would advice. have
1: been. Would your parents tell you that?
0: Yes, man. I come from fucking Mennonite town. Like so weird. They, they believe that making a lot of money is like evil. It's a sinful right. Yeah. Cause it's it's, like it's if you're. What if do you're they call ma- that? Um. I don't
1: know. There's a name for that in the Bible. I think it's like overabundance, right? Like it's like if you earn gluttony. more than you, gluttony, is that it just, does just that fall, tie in with it? That? Would just fall under gluttony, yeah. You, well, yeah. but like so, my being capitalist
0: in general, you're just yeah, yeah. To be a rich business owner means you're stealing from your workers, right? Yeah, they're very but c- they're like communist adjacent, but which is although funny cause, conservative because
1: all the heavy religious people are also fascists, so it's funny. Yeah, they're but, fascist. Um, cont-
0: they're fascist communists.
1: Perfect. Um,
0: no wonder they're confused so
1: I had a really toxic look at money because going out and not spending a cent because I think I need the money in the future yeah. is a bad way to look at it right 100% it is and when I was like that continued until I was probably 19 or 20 after I had started before we opened the business yeah. but after I had started the project to start the business um, because even at um in the trap house, I would like um bum you know I'd bum cigarettes off people and then sell them back to them when they were drunk yeah and I would uh, make people wash out their empties and return them for money right and all this shit that was and I would never and then that's actually part of the reason why we started making our own alcohol, which became an actual winery was because we didn't have the money to spend.
0: Or, oh, did, and... or rather didn't want to spend the money. Yeah,
1: more so that because... You were I...
0: focused You focused on uh, either saving money or producing your own value than you were at like going and earning money and spending it.
1: Yeah, because I never had really had a job. And I lived on my own for two years before the business opened. And I just ate... I just going to say, s- and
0: that's unemployed, which is impressive.
1: Un- 100% unemployed, yeah. yeah. And that was just burning through savings yeah that i had from uh from all my preneurs when i was a kid and like yeah i would get birthday and christmas money i would just not spend a cent of it right right um and it's like yeah my parents my friends would be like oh you want to go to a movie i'm like no and like don't worry we'll pay for your ticket i'm like okay you
0: buying Yeah. yeah
1: like shit like that right yeah and um around 19 or 20 i don't actually know there wasn't any single event that comes to my head that changed my mind but I just, it was like, what was the point? I think, I got, I guess I got more into manifestation and stuff where like, I don't necessarily believe in the universe being, you know, alive. And if you manifest something, it'll happen in the, you know, like, I, I don't necessarily believe in the cosmic side of that, but I believe in, if you believe something personally, it gives you the, you know, the, the, the positive, like it, it pushes you towards doing it because it, you, you already believe it in your head and it's just like, you know, your mind's really powerful, right? You can mm-hmm. will a lot, like you can will pretty much anything, right?
0: Manifest destiny. Yeah. That's, that's actually basically unironically. That's like Trump's religion.
1: Yeah. So, well, yeah, he loved the, the secret and everything, right? Like, with, well, no, uh...
0: that's like, he's a part of a, a sect of Christianity that like believes die hard in like manifest destiny, which is actually explains like the you know the election lies and stuff where it's like oh if i say something and i believe it enough yeah, will it will it come to, true will it to be yeah yeah I, which is why he's just like a, a he's a fucking compulsive liar and never ever admits that he's wrong because he believes that if he just stays with the lie it'll eventually be true but you hear me all the time which makes a lot of fucking sense if you had you that context contact, to, yeah. to him
1: but you hear me all the time now i'm like fuck it i'm a millionaire yeah. Like, fuck it. I'll buy everyone here drinks. So I don't give a shit. I'm fucking rich as fuck. But, like, then, you,
0: but then you don't.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. but <laughs> um, Because Trump is my role model. True. But anyway, I I, I, I kind of really changed from I don't need to spend. I can't. Oh, I can't spend anything to I need to just relax. Like, well, what's the point of fucking living and having money? And then I think the biggest thing that, that kind of switched my mentality was saying like I can't afford this versus saying how can I afford this?
0: So you're saying a lot of cliches.
1: Sure. But like <laughs> you need to like I I started thinking about I'm just gonna make more money. Yeah. Instead of saving
0: you're, money. Yeah, you're going for abundance versus scarcity. Another cliche. Yeah.
1: But, but and well they're clichés for a reason, because right? Because they're like, true. Yeah. And it's just like when I'm thinking about buying a house now and I'm like, oh, four hundred thousand dollars a house is, on a house. It's like, well, that's not actually like in the grand scheme of things. If I'm going to be make a billion dollars, right? Four hundred k isn't that much. So whatever.
0: Yeah, the way that I, I I had this word pop into my mind that kind of accurately describes how I look at money. Um, again, shower thoughts, because that's when all the best thoughts happen. Uh, I see. I view money in terms of like, I don't look at dollars or income or expenses like the way that I kind of look at it because for everyone it's completely relative, right? Your quality of, of life, your income, whatever. Like I've, I've been six figures plus and my quality of life was not significantly different than making 30 grand. Yeah. Um, so the way that I see it is uh, burn rate, which is kind of like a tech firm uh, terminology. Like what's your burn rate? Yeah. Burn rate means, um, you know, you've, quote-unquote raised capital, so let's say you've raised a million, your burn rate yeah, is man- $22,000 a month is what you yeah, spend man- to exist.
1: Yeah, how many months are you going to burn through that money that you have? And this
0: is like money, this is survival cash. This is not yeah. like, um, this is not CapEx, capital expenditures. This is not reinvestment. This is not...
1: Inventory, production, right. et cetera. This well, is the, how much it, does the rent cost? How much does the staff cost? Burn
0: rate would include inventory and production, but only like maintenance wouldn't include expansion. So, sure. money for tomorrow, money for um, growth does not count in burn rate. Yeah. So, even if I have $0 left over at the end of the month, but 10% of my money went into investments, my burn rate is 90, even if I have $0 left okay. over. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or burn rate's 110. Because I went into debt for my lifestyle. Yeah. Or because it's Christmas and I had to buy a shitload of presents. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, however you define it, like that's how I look at money. And I find that to be a very, uh, or a much less stressful way of looking at money because it's, it's, it's a little bit more esoteric and doesn't seem so crippling. Like,
1: well, especially as I've gotten older, um, Money becomes more esoteric, I think.
0: And it's something... like The other thing about it that I like is it's something you can burn, and that's just what it's for. That's like, actually not like a bad... Mo- yeah, money's, yeah. Like, money's not spiritual. It's not to be coveted and held. Well, like, it's it's meant to be earned and churned and burned. Here's like, that's what it's for.
1: Here's something toxic that I did right when I moved out of my house. I wouldn't want to go on a trip because I'm paying this much for rent. Right. I wanted to live in that house for them. that for Exactly. That amount of time. Yeah. That's fucking toxic as fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: that's, that's why the, the more general explanations of these things, like this is how rich people look at their money. It's like, yeah, it's how much do they earn? How much do you churn? How much do you burn? Like yeah. churn rate is also like, um, the, I think it's like the margin of how much you take in versus your output or no churn. Churn is usually actually, uh, a s- staff, uh, staff, um Staff overturn rate. What do you call it? Not overturn. What do you call it?
1: I don't know. How fast you cycle through human beings. Wow. Churn rate. Did you see that Amazon released a report? It was an internal report, but it got leaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're worried about running out of human beings on the earth. Yeah, because, because they're, they're busi- cycling so many. F-
0: their business model is predicated on.
1: someone for three months, get high product- productivity out of them. They hate the job, leave. And then hire a new person.
0: Well, also it's it's on the, you know, when you start a job and you have that like beginner's energy and you have all this productivity, um, that's what their business model is predicated on is that manic energy when you get a new, new position. So mature companies, stable companies, healthy companies, wealthy companies have an, a reasonable amount of productivity. That can be reasonably expected from a person for a very long, sustainable period of time, and that's, you know, everyone agrees that yes, this is okay. We can do this. Um, Amazon is fighting unionization because they want to fight longevity. They want to fight, um, they want to fight this long-term way of thinking for their people, which is why, like, Amazon grew. Like, Amazon used to be like a tech company, not. A super rich company like it is now, but they've reached this level of growth through just like chewing through human beings and their energy. Like it's fucking genius if you think about it, in term in terms of growth. But it's not fucking sustainable. And yeah. yes, they will absolutely run out of people. And the the thing is about Amazon, they cannot outsource this labor to another country. It has to be localized. Yeah. yeah. So yes, they are going to 100% run out of people until they change their business
1: model. Which. As a hyper capitalist myself, capitalism—I don't think you're a hyper capitalist, but go on. Capitalism is based on in, like infinite abundance, when infinite abundance does not exist. Yeah,
0: infinite. Re- well, I mean, technically, it does in space.
1: No, but you're gonna burn like just like we're talking about. You're gonna burn through employees. Like it's right. just like
0: yeah, people aren't infinite. People uh, aren't infinite, and birth rates are collapsing.
1: Resources, like it's just you know, it is what it is. Um, but back to money toxicity. I remember I had a girlfriend when I was young. Oh, that part of the, part of the reason <laughs> that was problematic. Part of the reason we broke up was she's like a communist type now, but I guess okay. when we were younger, um, you don't really know what your political beliefs are, right? When right. you're a teenager. But I remember when I started getting into business and interested in in money and business, I remember her in an argument. She said something to the effect of, like, you're just fucking obsessed with money. And I remember, like, retorting, like, you're the one that fucking cries because she's stressed about paying bills. Like, you sound like you're obsessed with money. I don't give a fuck about money. Yeah. Like, money is not even... Like, I know people... Money's not the point. I know people that, you know... That's all they fucking think about. Yeah. Is is how they're going to pay their bills, and they sit down, and they budget every night, and they're stressing, and then they fucking order skip once, and they cry afterwards because they spent fucking... And then,
0: and then take a mental health day and don't show up for work, because...
1: Yeah, because...
0: Um... Yeah, because... And yeah, you take a day off of work, you do all these things, you spend this extra money to cope with the fact that you're so stressed about money. Like, I don't know if that's a factor of nature or nurture. And and then it's,
1: you know, the irony of like someone like that, but I'll I'll spot like, this is just a personal experience, but I'll speak more broadly is like people, you know, with that kind of political belief being like, you're fucking obsessed with money, but it's like, I don't give a fuck about money. Like I personally right now,
0: like almost to your detriment and mine as well. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Because when you're... I've, I've realized that my mindset... Like, I've gone through cycles of, like, I want to get... I want to become a billionaire to, like, I don't care if I ever make a lot of money. Like, I just want to do something that I love. See, I just, and now I've, like, now I've kind of, like, curved back towards billionaire because I realized that my entire mindset of how I think about generosity, of how I think about um, just... I, I always... Live with the idea of like I want to be able to give a lot. I love to give, and that mindset does not fit with someone that's just gonna have a typical set of resources. Yeah, like in, just it doesn't suit my personality. Doesn't my in, mindset, in it doesn't suit my mindset. Wolf of doesn't Wall
1: Street. Suit. They said like being rich makes you a better person. You can give more to your church. Give more to charity. Like, I mean,
0: watch the movie and see if no, that's I true. I, think... <laughs> I know. I'm not saying movie or movie money is the solution to becoming a better person i'm just saying from my personal skill set mindset experience whatever that's this is what's relevant for me and it's not that i gotta be a billionaire like honestly a million dollars is fucking astronomical to me and i think i think i kind of came back around to the idea that i need like if you want to become the kind of person that's like you're not worried about money but also you're not making a lot of money it's like you are you're on a stable salary it's like you could literally you could take out a pad of paper you could you could track or you could project your timeline of your life you're like at this point in my life i gotta afford the jag at this point of my life you know i'm gonna be able to afford this private golf course place and at this point i'm going to cut back my hours and at this point i'm gonna retire like Sure, it's great to have milestones and goals and everything, but like to know with definition that it's gonna happen, um, like that career set is just no, I, I that's too much predictability for me. It's gonna drive me insane.
1: When I never say I want to, you just said like I, I don't necessarily. Sometimes I don't want to be a billionaire or whatever. Like I never say I want to be a billionaire either. I say I am going to be one. Right. It's just gonna happen. It's not like I'm fucking. That's fair point. Up awake at night being like, oh, I need to become one. It's like, this is going to happen. I know it. And that's yeah. always how I phrase it. And that's part of manifest manifest as well is that I don't say I want to be a billionaire. I say I well, I will be, or I yeah. am fuck it. Like it's just because of exactly what you're saying, like because of my skills in the world and what I'm good at, I'm good at making connections and I'm good at making deals and mice and I'm good at sales and I'm good at being able to identify things with huge upside like all my skills that i have in life are just gonna put or make make me win at capitalism yeah no you're yeah and 100%. i've and i've talked about it a bunch of times like if we i would probably maybe not prefer like i, mean, I if we shift to a system that's not capitalism if i don't get fucking gulagged or shot against the wall I'm going to be just as happy because well, I'll make that work for Fucking me.
0: Fucking pivot, yeah.
1: But just the skills that I currently have just happen to make me the best at the system that's happening. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And that's not... <clears throat> yeah, that's not me trying to, like, foster... Like, I need to win at this. It's just like, that's just what, what comes naturally. And that's fine.
0: Yeah, you're of that percentage of people that's competitive and will rise to the top. Because... Yeah doing personality profiles is always interesting because everyone wants to be that category
1: the alpha male
0: not not the alpha male i wouldn't even
1: say i'm an alpha male
0: no no it has nothing to do with that i was actually thinking ironically i was thinking about that on the way here of like um sometimes it pops into my head of like this quote from i was gonna go on this double date and this other guy said oh yeah
1: is he alpha bro
0: is he alpha bro and i'm like that just pops into my head sometimes and i'm like that's so funny I just want to smack him.
1: It's like, what does that even mean, though? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just go
0: over that those questions in my head. I'm like, what does that mean? What is your definition? Yeah. Is this your definition? Because that's not fucking true. What's
1: your credit score, bro? Yeah.
0: What? What's like, your net worth, let, bro? No. Here's the best way to look at that. It's like alpha. What does it mean? What's the, like? How's how do you define that? What's you the what, like? What is your opinion? Like in your opinion, what is the etymology of alpha male? You're asking the, me now. No, I'm saying this is what All you right. say to the guy, and then he fucking short circuits. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, yeah. you're fucking every so, second. You have to be a, like an alpha.
0: That doesn't answer the etymology, but sure.
1: You have to be a sigma or more. Just kidding.
0: Um, exactly. The sigma grind set, baby.
1: Sigma grind set. <laughs>
0: um, we officially had too much shitty whiskey shots. We. I took another shot. We never finished the pipeline conversation, by the way.
1: Who gives a fuck? I took another shot before, before or after. Before this one, yeah. After, the, uh, I am drunk. I haven't eaten today, um, <laughs> so we're taking another one. Cheer. <sighs> this is the last of the whiskey. Then we're we're good. Cheers, my. I was Don't say, say it. Let's gonna say the effort. <laughs> that's a bit. Oh.
0: Fuck me. That's awful. Why does this one get me so bad? Oh. Willows. Hello. That's a crime. That's alcohol abuse.
1: Yeah, it's been in the flask for a long time. Oh, mm. that's uh, bad. Um, I haven't been drinking as much as I used to.
0: Yeah, I've been drinking more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been picking up your slack.
1: Do you think that's a... um. Do you think my mental health is getting better, Yes, so I'm drinking less? Or do you think my mental health is getting worse, so I'm drinking less?
0: (laughs) No, I think you're improving.
1: Thank you, Tyler. And Um, we haven't
0: talked about your I'm-going-to-kill-myself scale in months, so...
1: So, we have a weekly mastermind call. If you're a follower of this podcast, you probably know Tyler and myself, and then two of our other friends. Um... And, uh, we used to do at the beginning of the podcast or probably at the end of the pod of the podcast at the end of the mastermind call, it's usually a two or three hour, um, Skype call It's actually on discord, but whatever video call between the four of us where some days we have a structured topic. Some days we just play a fucking Jackbox game. It's meant to stimulate our minds. Like yesterday, we did an escape room. Tuesday is our mastermind day. So we went uh, because uh, Jean-Luc, who previously lived in BC, now lives in Winnipeg with us.
0: So we had a healthy mix of solving problems and breaking rules, which is yeah. very us.
1: So that was fun. We can talk about that in a sec. But um, So on the, uh, on the mastermind call, we used to do a weekly bit where at the end, Mitchell... It was usually Mitchell yeah. that would ask me how close I was to killing myself.
0: Well, not not he wouldn't just ask that out of the blue. You would say it. You yeah. Would, you'd volunteered that, but he would well, then he would check in. W- on he a would be the basis.
1: one to like bring up. He's like, "What's your uh, suicide percentage today, Willows?" And um, you're being
0: only a little bit facetious.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm probably wouldn't kill mice. No, I would not. I've never.
0: But you've unironically dealt with
1: suicidal thoughts. Yeah, I think the the suicide. The closest I ever got, which was my lowest point, you remember, um, was more of an attention thing. Not an att- attention necessarily, but it was a cry for help, mm-hmm. um, which I realized. I probably realized while I was doing I wasn't going to fucking kill myself. Like, let's be realistic. Um, but that doesn't matter in the moment. No. Just because
0: someone is doing it for a cry for help doesn't make their cry for help irrelevant.
1: That was my bottom. That was 2012. It was pre-COVID, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd say 19.
1: Yeah, it was right after my brother died. Mm-hmm. And then I was in a long-term relationship that ended as well around that time. That was during my couch surfing days. Um, and then also, that yeah, and then the business was not doing well. That, like, that, yeah. I was just not in a great spot. That um, was before I was going to therapy, if I recall. Or I had been one or two times. Before therapy
0: got canceled
1: by COVID. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen my therapist in fucking two years. I text him yeah. every so often. but I haven't, He's like, we'll do Zoom. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do therapy over Zoom, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because I've been doing better. Yeah. And I haven't even like tried to do better our i haven't mas- like
0: dude our mastermind is therapy
1: yeah honestly this i'll this helps me too i get a lot, a lot of thoughts but that's true um anyway but um yeah like that was and then i called you and was basically like i'm gonna kill myself oh i remember and then uh yeah and then mitchell and sophie who i lived with at the time uh took me and Be- because i called them yeah i know and uh <laughs> I'm like ah, and then we played um, cribbage.
0: Oh, that's and that didn't lead to suicide.
1: And I was very drunk, and I didn't know how to really play. And Mitchell kept looking at my hand to tell me what to do. Sounds like Mitch. So um,
0: Mitch is a good guy.
1: Yeah, well, all you people helped me through that, and I there hasn't been like a. um, Maybe just time heals all wounds, kind of thing, right? Like yeah. there ha- there hasn't been a me sitting down and being like, I need to learn better coping mechanisms. I need to drink less. My therapist was telling me, he's like, take one day a week and don't drink, right? Because I drink. Like we are literally running a podcast where the theme is we drink. Yeah. But um, I never felt like it was a. I don't know if how you interpret my alcoholism, but I, I never thought own. it. Well, I never thought it was like. <laughs> affecting my it was definitely affecting my mental health but it was never affecting my performance in life like my i was drinking a lot like probably when i say a lot it was probably 15 drinks a day and then 40 on the weekends right like on friday saturday when i was partying yeah um and that's not an exaggeration like you like no i I, believe you (laughs) i was drinking a lot
0: um as you notice if you're watching the video my eyes did not even like, yeah. <laughs> like there's no reaction
1: no that was like the, i'm i'm being serious like that was probably and i i i always talk about this like i um i think i've told this story here i, I went for a uh in my trap house days there was a few uh questionable decisions let's say of you so i went into a uh, clinic one time to get a uh, sti test and uh you know, pee in the cup and everything, right? And uh, results came back, and he was like, Doctor... This is a man I don't know, obviously, right? Because I just went to a walk-in. Doctor was something like, yeah, yeah, like, you're, you're clean, but some of the... there's I forget what it was, but some science shit, but it was like, there's some, like, acid in your in your piss that yeah. your normal, sober blood... Is like you've had five or six drinks.
0: Yeah, there's liver, uh, like up liver stress markers. Yeah, in
1: in your piss. Yeah. So I want to do like some more tests. I want to like admit you, and I'm like, and this was, bear in mind, this was
0: I like it's bad enough that you need to be admitted. Yeah, but which is significant.
1: Well, no, 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 because if I was if I was had no alcohol in my system, right? And this was like eight or nine a.m. Yeah. So he was, and I'm like, what if I've had five or six drinks today? And he's just like lowered the glasses to his nose. Okay, have a nice day. <laughs> you're clean. <laughs> you're fine. And yeah, you're also, fine.
0: I would like to add. I would like to add to this. Uh, Willows has gotten a cleaner bill of health than me for life insurance.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I did. A, you uh, have a
0: better rating <laughs> than I do. Yeah, and so I'm fucking fit, dude. Um, it's because I have heart disease in my family and strokes. I never fucking but...
1: work out. And I eat yeah. like shit. I've been getting better with that. But, but
0: you had zero flags on your blood test.
1: Yeah. So I had to do a blood test. Which is for amazing. My, my corporation took out a life insurance policy on me. And before you can do that, you have to take a health... You have to do a physical. Um, actually, I didn't do a physical because of COVID. But I, they just did a blood test.
0: Which is the important part.
1: Yeah. So... um. Yeah, so I did a blood test, and it came back, everything working fine. And then I sent a screenshot of my results, and you, yeah, you you were like, those are better than my results. (laughs) I was like, bullshit. Yeah.
0: Because I went through, yeah, went through the similar That's funny, yeah, because
1: you're probably like 80 pounds lighter than I am.
0: I'm significantly healthier than you. Significantly, Like, my abs are showing.
1: Yeah, and I am a chubby little, (laughs) little freaking alcoholic.
0: But I've got family Um, history, which trumps all.
1: I don't know my family.
0: Genetic, yeah, exactly. So genetics trumps all when it comes to medical. My father died to, when he was like
1: yeah. thirty, I think. But why? Murder, oh. drug overdose, something like that. I so don't know.
0: not exactly.
1: I didn't so know you're him. so you're fine. I never met him. But my dad it? had a stroke when he's thirty-two, and now I'm fucked. Yeah, I was adopted, and I don't know much. Much. My mother is disabled. My birth mother is disabled severely, though. In what manner? Like, her entire one side of her body doesn't work. Uh, I think, like, fe- fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh. Oh. Like, oh. that Okay. Uh, she was 15 and my father was 35 and married. How do I not know this? You do. Uh, well, I don't know if you know this. I've retained it, but I've definitely told you. Um, and then... You probably told me when I'm, like,
0: 17 drinks deep. And my, like, now it's time to open up.
1: My adoptive mother was my birth mother's teacher. Okay, and that's how they knew each other.
0: Because that's she, not typical.
1: My birth mother was pregnant, and she's like, "Holy shit, I have to get rid of this kid." And my mother, my mother, was couldn't uh, had been trying to conceive for like five years and couldn't. Right. So adopted me. What age? Before 50- I was born, fifteen. Oh, that my mother. Yeah. yeah before, uh, like eighteen, I think by that by the time she was actually. Mm. Uh, the gestation period was over. I think, like, 17, 18.
0: Hmm. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know any of my fucking family. <laughs> so I don't know any of my genetics. And then my, I, I guess, ironically... And I have ma- too much family to handle, <laughs> yeah, man. I maybe- just,
0: like, opt out of my family because there's just too much Well, I hang out on? with
1: my, like, adopt... My my adoptive family is what I call my family, right? And, yeah, like,
0: like, my blood relatives, if I just go first cousin's circle, I'm at over a hundred people. Yeah. Well, if I go yeah. second cousins, I'm at over like 600. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, most of them are not Canadian.
1: And then there's Zach doesn't have a single first cousin. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like my business partner. If I count like, like in-laws, uh, yeah, I'm over a hundred on first cousins. But
1: Lord knows that man's related to his family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right he is Because you see his father and his grandfather and they're yes. literally identical yeah I remember, the story I always tell is they were fucking I don't know why I was there but they were like taking something out of the back of a car and like one of them dropped it whatever they were carrying it was like a piece of furniture and Zach's dad goes in the same voice I always mimic it Zachary and then um, his grandfather goes <laughs> Jeffrey and then Isaacs goes grandpa <laughs> in the same voice at the same time. Fucking brilliant. Um, and dude. It, it was like, yeah, these people are related. Mm. Um, but anyway, I never really made a visit, physi- like a, a, a sat down where I'm like, I need to get over my mental health problems now. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like, I, I got more successful with the business. That definitely helped. Cause I, I, I definitely pour <clears throat> myself into my work. I would
0: say you didn't have that moment because we openly discuss mental health so frequently that it wasn't required.
1: Me and you or like all oh, In general. This.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you talk about it openly oh, with yeah, yeah. people that you trust. Yeah. And I talk about it openly with people that I trust. I
1: just talked about it into a fucking microphone. This is going on the internet, right? Right. So-,
0: like, so We're not I don't think it's something you should be ashamed about. No, I don't think we're burdened with these like break like, oh, I had a breakthrough. It's like what's what is a breakthrough? It's like I have a breakthrough every week or never. Sure. Also like I have a breakthrough every week and never. Yeah. Like there's no such thing as a breakthrough. I'm always breaking through. Like, what does that even mean? Like I think it I think it kind of falls into the category where we've got a really healthy group of friends where we could like go to an escape room (laughs) and go to a bar and like not talk about anything. Yeah. But also if you in that same period of time had like a catastrophic mental breakdown and like just needed to open up, the entire group would just like
1: would have just pivoted to be w- would there. Would have just pivoted and yeah. just like
0: told that waiter to go fuck himself and go get like a bottle of tequila. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah. It, it would have like it whatever you need and whatever this time space is we've had some of these mastermind calls where They've ended in tears. Yeah. Oh, yeah or for like sure. not ended in tears, but had tears in them. Yeah, for sure. But we, And we've had many that were... We're just bored. fucking around on
1: GeoGuessr. Or yeah, bored. We don't know what to do. Bored doing. or like,
0: drunk or like a loss for words. Which like, is why
1: I think it's important that we do it every week. Yeah. Which I think has been a tip on this podcast before was... Do it yeah, every week. Put consistent, like consistent effort into something. <laughs> so on that note, I want to bring up... Uh, <laughs> so today...
0: Um, We're in the midst of prepping for the ski trip. Yeah. And I have so many things to do, and I never have any time for them because my schedule's full. So I got to pack all my clothes and stuff for the trip, which is not that much work. But I got to get all my snowboarding gear, which is half of it's at uh, Carly's parents' house, half of it's at her brother's house. And another part of it might also be at our other brother's house. So there's a lot of driving around the city. And then I got to do fucking grocery shopping. I got to, got to pack all my spices, all my cooking stuff, because I'm making meals. Like, there's a bunch of things I got to do. It's like three, four hours of shit. And right after work, I got home at like, whatever, like seven, seven o'clock tonight. I'm like, Willow's, I have four hours of shit to do by 10 a.m. tomorrow.
1: And I just said... I'm like, the... I don't...
0: I'm like, in my head, I'm like... I. I don't know if I can do the podcast.
1: And I sent the yes, Chad meme where it's just the, the guy, the cartoon with the beard that says yes.
0: Yeah. You, you, you were not giving any direct answers being yourself. No,
1: I wanted you to say it. Yeah. I know. I didn't I want know to you be did. like, are you cancel it? No, I wanted you to fucking say it.
0: No, but I, I had to work through it. <laughs> so but yeah, it
1: was and that's what I said at the end. It was funny because you were, you said I need to do all this. I need to do all this. And I'm like, yes. You do need to do all that. And you're like, yeah, I need to do it all all before 10 a.m. And I'm like, true. (laughs) And then you're like, so I'm going to be like an hour late. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't even have to fucking convince you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This argument has happened. This is where I'm going with this. This argument has happened so frequently. Me and you. That it doesn't have to happen anymore.
1: Yeah. It's uh, you probably try to cancel the podcast once a month not once a month and uh you've only successfully done it i think twice and like both were like pretty reasonable one was like terrible road conditions um and one was like something
0: i don't even remember either
1: oh i um you were out of town a couple weeks ago okay well that was like no but i think there was another canceled one that I was like i was was pissed but i was like yeah fine Whatever. Um,
0: But no, either way, you don't have to, you don't have to argue anymore because I know everything you're going to say. (laughs) And I know that you just like, don't accept any excuses or explanations. Yeah. I think my response was, uh,
1: we're going away for four days. Why do you need to pack? Sure. It's where the fucking clothes you're wearing. Like, fuck.
0: Yeah. No, it's like, it's all the running around, but I know. So I'm like, I worked it, I worked it out. I'm like, okay, so I'll be an hour late and I'm packing after we finish tonight and then grocery shopping tomorrow morning, just whatever, as soon you as... You wake up early anyway. Yeah, I wake up early enough. So I'm like, okay. I so woke it's... up at 2 p.m. today. Yeah, so... so it's I'm usually up and working by 8 o'clock.
1: Yeah, when he was like, we need to be on the road by 11, I'm like, Ugh.
0: It's hours. Uh, <laughs> that's hours of productivity for me. <laughs> so I will say props to Willow's for being... No, you're gonna. You're making a face at me, and I knew you were going to. I'm gonna make this weird, because I think the listeners will love it. Okay. Uh, so I will give props to Willows for being the guy that is so fucking impossible <laughs> to negotiate with, to reason with, at expense of everything, inclu- including rationality will get done the thing that he said he was going to get done or achieve the goal that was set out to be achieved. Like reality be damned. Shit, shit be getting done.
1: I'm like 50, 50. We're in a simulation right now. I know. So like, there's no part of me. I am molding my destiny exactly how I want it. And, Fuck Rea- you. Reality, be, reality be damned. <laughs> Who gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, no, and like it drives me. It's I what, need
1: to go to the store. No, you, fuck off. <laughs> what's the,
0: what's the store? The store's not real. Yeah, no. Reality be damned. Willows will get his shit done, and I, it's it's one of the things that I hate about you, but it's also something that I appreciate about you because in that, in this whole like interaction of this evening, I'm like, you know what? This is why Willows is a successful person. And I'm like, I'm a successful person because I'm like, I'm capable. I'm pretty good at, I'm, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm a piece of shit, but I'm like, I'm better than most people in most things I do. And, like, I'm skilled, I'm intelligent, I get shit done, I'm pretty determined, I have a good idea of what I want to do, I'm goal oriented, I have all these things. Like, I have a mechanical intelligence advantage just genetically whenever I try shit. Willows
1: is bad at everything. He's just
0: fucking stubborn. He gets shit by sheer force of will. And it's like, I sometimes have to remember that I lean into what's realistic what's practicable and i like i negotiate i move in between like different wills of people like and also it's like it's willows versus my girlfriend it's not willows versus me (laughs) because i can make
1: you pretty much do anything i want for sure (laughs) but
0: so can carly yeah exactly so it's willows versus carly but willows usually wins because (laughs) carly's reasonable and willows is not
1: yeah and that's how you and that's my biggest piece of advice Every time Don't be at- fucking reasonable. Every time someone asks me for fucking business advice, I say show up every goddamn day and just do it. And fuck them all. And fuck them. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck whatever. Them. Um,
0: so I I just want to say <laughs> uh, sometimes I forget it because we're good friends. Yeah. And I like to think of you as an idiot. Y-
1: y- most people do, I think. I no, think I'm severely... No, I think a
0: lot of people think of you as successful. now. now
1: I th- Well, yeah, I think... It's hard to
0: adjust to the fact, but, I like, get
1: severely underestimated, I think.
0: Yes, but also, you get legitimately acknowledged, including by the press, currently. Oh, whatever, it's is just great. the
1: press. What, I'm in the fucking paper every week, and people start thinking you're successful, huh?
0: Right. Uh, but, like, the fact that people never believe... Like and I think this is a really shitty quality of human beings is people never believe that their best friends are capable of more than they currently do. You're like, oh no, sure. you're that person. You're in this box, and that's who you. Be- that's ha- that's where you belong. I the think, reason
1: I'm so mean to you is because I know you're capable of more than you're. Yeah, I know.
0: Doing. And. That's always why. Like, see, you're mean. You're mean to me in a funny way. Isaac's is mean to me in an unfunny way. Yeah, but he's he's that's just because what he is. But, yeah, I know. but, well, that, but like for instance, you guys instance, do the same shit though. For
1: instance, yesterday we were roasting you about the fucking car. Yeah. Because he has this car that he bought that he, for the record, he loaned money for me to buy. Yeah. Uh, that he was gonna flip and repair, and it's just been sitting in your. No, fucking,
0: I I never intended to flip it.
1: And it's just been sitting in your fucking driveway for a year. Yeah. And. Um, And we were like And you're like Yeah once the snow melts And I'm like Yeah once the fucking snow melts There's gonna be another Then there's another excuse To fucking not do it or whatever And I mean you
0: And of course Carly piles on
1: Yeah of course Because
0: she's pissed off She kind of defends me But she also piles on She rides the fence
1: Well I Constantly am mean to you Because I know You're capable of great things So when you're For instance, being like, I'm gonna talk my way I'm gonna talk myself out of my business and go work for somebody. I'm like, how about you're the dumbest fuck you, you piece of shit. (laughs) You're the dumbest person I've ever met in my life. And that's why when you're like, Oh, I have this fucking agreement, I'm like, get it in writing, and you're like, I don't need to get in writing, I'm like, get in fucking writing. Like, because I know you're capable of a lot and I want to see you hit that potential, and if I didn't think you weren't capable, number one, I wouldn't be hanging out with you. But if I was hanging out with you, I wouldn't give you advice. Because I'm like, you're not going to fucking follow it anyway. Yeah, your
0: friends are going to be the worst and best people in your life. And like, yeah, you and Isaacs do the same, except you do it with comedy, and Isaacs does it just...
1: Well, yeah. Fucking hard hammer I'm funny. (laughs) I (laughs) I know. I can name three times Isaacs has been funny in the last 20 years.
0: And I was there for two of them. (laughs)
1: Maybe. He did this Yogi Bear impression one time. It was pretty good.
0: (laughs) I wasn't there for that one.
1: (laughs) No, I was in high school.
0: Uh, But I would just like to say just... Look at your relationships with your friends. Do you want this the... to
1: be your tip of the week? Should we transfer? Into yeah, a... sure. So fuck we're it. gonna transfer here into the uh, segment that we call tip of the week, T- top of the morning, top of the morning, tip of the morning, top, tip of the tip of the week, tip of the week, tip of the week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I that's like the third episode in a row. It's this fuck. I can't get it out of my head. It's a bit. It's like a Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar song. And I don't know I don't get I don't know the context. I just see it on TikTok all the time. But he's like like top of the morning, like fucking mm-hmm. Irish people. He's like top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top and it's like doesn't make any sense. But anyway. It's so, Kendrick, it's fine. So uh tip of the week, tip of the week, tip of the week in the same cadence. Anyway. But uh, this is a segment that we call that tip of the week, formerly business tip of the week, where Tyler and I give you a life tip of something that we are currently going through in life or business. And uh, you were in the middle of your thoughts. So go ahead.
0: So think about what your friends are trying to do right now. And think about all the ways that you've maybe uh, passive, let's say passive aggressively discouraged them because they fucked up before and they've tried to do this thing. And when they say they're going to do it, you're like, ah, no, you won't, you piece of shit. I know you won't because I know you. Um, And I already know what you're thinking. Uh, (laughs) Rethink that and instead try to enable that person, that friend to do that better thing because it's it's really difficult because everyone fears their friends growing or outgrowing them. And it's, it's a real fear for entrepreneurs, which is why a lot of them are fucking petty and shitty human beings. And gratefully, I've cut all those people out of my life. Yeah, where, we're not like that. We're, no, we're not like... But we will have those moments, but we will not for sure. sustain them. There's we will always, not entertain those th- moments.
1: I, I I said this a couple episodes ago. I saw a TikTok that was like, whenever something happens, you're allowed 10 minutes to be emotional about it. Right. And then you have to focus and make a business decision. Right. And there's probably ten minutes where I get jealous of right some people. Um, most of my close friends, I'm career-wise, I'm way ahead of them. Like I, there's barely any. There's no. There's not a single person I spend a lot of time with that has a fucking more established brand or business than I do. No. <laughs> um, but well, every so often though, but I'll have like one of our good friends be like, "Oh, I had a threesome last night," and I'm like, "Fuck!"
0: One of our friends,
1: I, just jail. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say jailed. I didn't want to say his name. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I'm like, "Fuck!" I wish that was me, and I get a little bit jealous. And I'm like, "Oh, if I was handsome, like, like he's just a, the most." I post jail on my fucking Snapchat. He's exceptionally fuckable. I post him on my Snapchat, and I get girls being like, "Who's your friend?"
0: Half of Carly's friends. Are literally salivating and at the I, idea that he's moved to town.
1: I always respond that he's gay.
0: Yeah, he's gay or he's a commie.
1: No, they they don't give a shit about politics. That's fair. So I am like, no, he's gay. Don't worry. And then they're like, I can turn him. And I am like, okay, stop. But <laughs> please, like, I I never confidence wise. I am I am I get laid enough. Yeah, I am like I am not fucking out there, different girl every night. But like, I get laid enough that I am not impacted it on my confidence. Yeah. But every you, so you often, you have the moment,
0: you have the reaction
1: every so often. I'm like, man, I wish I was handsome. <laughs> like
0: I wish I had game like that. Yeah. Well,
1: and then people are like, well, then you can cut your hair and shave. And I'm like, well, you can go fuck yourself. Not, that sounds like a fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously if I cared enough, I would like work out and like cut my hair. Um, but that's, they not, can,
0: that's not the brand,
1: but in the same breath though, you have that animal part of you where you see somebody that has something that you want. Yeah. And you're like, fuck that guy.
0: And it could be something you don't even value, but it's something you want. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's the whole covet thy neighbor's goods, right? Where it's yeah. like, you see your fucking neighbor with a new boat and you're like, fuck, I'm way smarter than that guy. Why the fuck can I f- afford a new boat? And you're pissed off yeah. for a second. Right. And I think that's more or less natural, but what would be un or not unnatural, but, what would be unacceptable for us as friends, us being ourselves and our, we have a group of like probably seven friends that are growing, that are super tight. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and we're all relatively successful, a type personality, like whatever, plus the girlfriends. But (laughs) uh, um, none of us would like actively sabotage one of the other ones because they have something we, we want. No,
0: never. But I think, if, if someone did, they would be fucking crucified by yeah. the other people. But
1: do you think the average person does shit like that? No. I don't know about that. I know a bunch of people.
0: Or sorry, the average person uh, sabotages their friends? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, oh, sorry. I, 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 I fucking... can say that average person doesn't. I was thinking double negatives.
1: Sorry. No, I know so many people... Especially like people I used to party with. Yeah, it's human nature. That would like unless you're
0: unless you're conscious of this principle, you do it.
1: Their best friends when they're not there would just talk shit on them and fucking be like, "Yeah, I fucking I told that fucking guy she's talking to that she has herpes because like right. f- whatever." I like I saw him first and like whatever. Right. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like you may you
0: you having these. De- arguments about with me about you know doing the podcast this week because we have to like these conversations are not in themselves that important but they're like the representative
1: the mindset i think of the mindset yeah where the whole point of the reason why i hold you to that well we hold each other to it yeah every week but there's definitely weeks where i'm like super low energy and i'm like i don't really want to fucking do this and i don't want to do the mastermind but it's like we gotta yeah. And that's the whole thing is like, well, nothing happens if we don't. It's not like me and you have a huge audience on this podcast that'll be fucking, you know, we Sad. Or, or we make a living off this podcast. Like, none of that is true. Nothing really happens if we take a week off. But that whole just routine and not only just the routine, but just like slow progress towards something. Yeah, the principle of commitment is I, like, I can't under overstate how important like I think almost a core tenant of almost everything I believe so if you
0: start a podcast per se and it's not successful and it just kind of fades out because it doesn't matter that much and you go from like weekly to like every other week to monthly to like uh, every couple months that's a fucking failure abject failure in every respect of course if you have a podcast that you do weekly that doesn't make it and then you quit it and then reinvest the time in something else that's a different
1: story than the person that faded out. Yeah, and we might stop doing this at some point and change into something else. I personally, at this level of success and and personal life, like we don't have kids or anything, right? Yeah, this is fine. This level, I think, is not only important, but I think is very, very good for my mental health, for my uh, uh, keeping a routine kind of like having this is like something I do weekly. and it's like when I have to do something business related, it's like, well, oh, I fucking do the podcast weekly. Why can't I do this weekly? It's like, mm-hmm. it helps in more ways than one. And I, when we started this, we kind of framed it even as like, this is the conversations that we have on this podcast were the conversations we were having in the bar once a week when we would go and try a new bar. And that's how we started. This was exactly that idea. Yeah. So it's like fucking just do it in front of mics. Yeah. It's not a fucking big cut time commitment for us. And it's a I think it's a pretty fun mindset
0: doing this yeah. in front of a microphone. You yeah. speak differently.
1: Yeah. And I I think it's um And our
0: improv cadence uh we've so, gotten much better at fucking talking, I think. So one of the things that is most cringy, the one of the cringiest things about podcasts is when hosts or like co-hosts talk over each other. Yeah. And it's one of the things I can be proud of. What do you of. mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, we didn't even over What is Shit. <laughs> we're getting good at it. Shit. We don't even over- overlap. Like we
1: Every we, so often I'll try to fucking get a side note in, but uh, yeah, we're pretty good at uh
0: See, I cut off as soon as you cut in. Yeah. Like there's a, we have a really 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 sharp cadence, and I was telling a story to uh Dom today, one of my workers.
1: And we're pretty good at when we look at each other when yeah. we're talking. Um because we've purposely we've purposely set these mics up so we can make eye contact while we're having conversation. Yeah. And we have a good way of like Subconscious. We just know each other. <laughs> exactly. See, you, you know when you, like, have a girlfriend for a long time and then you, like, you can tell what she's saying with her eyes? But we...
0: never, ever when she's horny.
1: Wait, girls who date are horny? Anyways. Anyways, but you can kind of tell with our <laughs> eyes when I want to, obju- like, interject and say something quick. Yeah. And then we just do it. And, yeah, no, I think we're, we've gotten...
0: So I, I was explaining a story about, like, us doing our weekly sales pitches to restaurant managers or servers <laughs> those were fun and i was like the the unconscious sales pitch we would run where i would like i would brag you up i'd be like oh yeah so this guy he like he's like the biggest winemaker in the and province and then i'm
1: like no, no no shut the fuck up man we're like, like, over oh, drinks sh- like yeah sh-
0: sh- just enjoy your food and the server would be like oh tell me more and i would like i'd go into the pitch but i don't know very much yeah so i just kind of give like and then i would
1: like correct you
0: i give the soft pitch yeah Yeah. you do some corrections and then we get the restaurant manager over the restaurant manager come over and then we kind of do the same bit and then as soon as the person was engaged like oh okay it would like pull up a chair sit down and then boom willis would switch on yeah go hard pitch (laughs) yeah and it was like boom closed yeah, and it was and it
1: worked. I got talked in a bunch of places early in the business, yeah. and then COVID. Yeah, but, uh, um, we, we had a
0: really good cadence going, of, and we like,
1: never—I don't think we ever talked about no, that, though. We never it did. Just, we just did it. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty funny, dude. When we certainly we're gonna start a business together at some point. Certainly, certainly, I like we'll figure it out, right? Um, we're gonna kill it. It'll probably be a cult. I wish second um, cult. I. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Um, My tip of the week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's get to that.
1: Be goddamn relentless. You can overpower mentally. The capable? Mentally. The capable. You can fucking convince somebody over their girlfriend to go do something just by being unrealistic. (laughs) Someone told me that sometime. Was it today? Was it five minutes ago? Yes. Um, Every single tenant of business, I have never gone to school. I've never read a book. I've never even been on the internet. But I just know in my heart that we are in a simulation (laughs) and nothing matters. No, I don't know. It's, It's just like exactly what you were saying. When you were complimenting me, you also called me your best. My, you called me your best friend last episode, and I was like, "Did you risky. just call me your best friend?" And you're like, "No,
0: <laughs> fuck you." Yeah, and it's a, uh, it's a problem I have. We're working on it.
1: What does that mean?
0: <laughs> I can't verbally show appreciation for anyone, including my girlfriend. Yeah, I it's constantly
1: make you say "I love you" back, and I'm like, I'm not getting off the fucking phone until you say "I love you" back.
0: Yeah, and I hang out with JL one time, and then all of a sudden I got like a month of making up to do with my girlfriend because he's uh, complimented her aggressively.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of threesome jokes there, but I'm just going to move on. Um, I think that Tyler believes that, and Tyler's smarter than I am. Well, everyone's smarter than me. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people are smarter than me. But Tyler believes that my success Purely comes from Because I just don't think Anything is real And I'm just like Nah it's fucking happening I don't know what the fuck You're talking about Have that fucking mentality Even on a On a smaller scale But like You Want something to happen It's your Like It's important And if it's important to you It could be important To other people And You know I obviously Make it important to me It's not like There's sometimes towers like Trying to cancel the podcast Because it's not important To him anymore It's, it's just because Something's happening Or whatever yeah. And 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 but having that adamant mentality where I'm like, no,
0: this is important. You have to reiterate the importance because you forget.
1: It, yeah, and I think that is a good tip to live by. Is that that's with anything? Is that like um, I'm trying to compare it to more things like let's say relationship wise, it's like you know if your partner's love language is you know words of affirmation or everything. it's like they need that every day. Yeah. And that's just because that's what their love language is. And and in business, it's like, you know, doing a tenant, a good tenant, like having a good, I always say you're always, you're only as uh, funky as your last cut. They say that with music or uh, I've been watching the Sopranos recently. And they said you're only as good as your last envelope Yeah, is uh, like, no one gives a fuck what happened in the, in previously in your business. It's what's happening right now. Yeah. What just happened. And sometimes you got to keep reiterating how important this is, and we got to do it, and like, and then, and then do it. And that's another part of this is like you have to execute, right? Because mm-hmm. we can talk about how good the podcast is and how important it is, but if we don't execute, we're not executing. So fucking execute and be relentless and don't fucking. We we literally don't exist. We're a fucking bunch of random little boys living on a freaking yeah. boy planet. If
0: you're gonna insult the episode or insult my podcast contact me at episode 60 and tell me your opinion okay i
1: don't know if i don't know if they can comment anywhere youtube i guess
0: honestly i don't care (laughs) (laughs) but no the point is like if you're gonna criticize something like legitimately criticize me at episode 60 and i'll be like okay that's a legitimate criticism
1: we are at episode 60 next episode
0: Never like if you're gonna criticize the idea or the structure or the execution of podcast, like following through this many episodes, like it's more valuable than your idea of a perfect podcast. Yeah, fuck it. You know what Joe Rogan's perfect idea of a podcast? Get fucked, talk to friends <sighs> turned into get fucked, talk to experts turned into talk to experts get world famous well, and you know, get hundreds of millions of dollars
1: i've actually got viewers on this podcast i don't know if they stayed viewers but i've actually had listeners on this podcast that came from my success in business mm-hmm. and then i remember i was at like a market and there was another vendor there that was always interested in what i was doing and i was talking to one of my friends i'm like oh yeah this episode of the podcast like we were doing this and then later in the parking lot when i was packing up he's like did I hear you earlier you said I had a pod- like person I never mm-hmm. met before. He's like, that's I sorry, I was just like, I, I like your stuff. I just um Did I hear you had a podcast? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a here's a link. He's like, oh man, fuck yeah. I'm gonna and then like I saw him again like a month later and he's like, dude, I was listening to that fucking episode on this is a while ago, but he was like, Oh, I, mm-hmm. this theme, and I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. But, you know, the reason why these big eighty percent of the biggest podcasts on Spotify are already semi-successful and famous people yeah. being like, I'm starting a podcast now. Right. Most of the people, I think there's exceptions, um, start from no Instagram followers to a successful podcast.
0: Yeah, very few. And we, that and that window, I think, is pretty much gone.
1: Just Because of, well, number one, COVID, everyone started a fucking podcast. Well, the market s- is super like saturated right three now. Three
0: and a half million podcasts yeah. currently like, e- existing in... Yeah. Spotify and SoundCloud Um, and so on.
1: And, but, so that leads me to believe that this is the least popular we'll ever be. Because as we get more successful in our own lives and our own businesses, and like I'm obviously more vocal on social media than you are, Mm -hmm. but as I get more famous, like I'm in the news all, like I'm not jerking myself off. I'm literally in the news every week. I'm on national TV and radio a couple weeks in a row. I was in the paper I'm gonna I just did an interview two days ago uh, for a story coming out next week.
0: should start just releasing hot takes on everything like the, the I am truckers pretty, Convoy
1: Well, okay, I'm not like off topic, but I do give hot takes like people like I think they trust that now so you should give a hot take be like, you know what? they have the right to protest, fuck your police and that's why I said on my podcast anyway, but the the fact that I'm getting more media attention, if people follow me, because of that attention, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's a podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like the more famous we get and the more money we make, the better this podcast is going to do. And that's yes. just, statistics. Be, wow. Episode 73. This is episode 59 right now. And by, you know, who knows, right? We're doing probably,
0: we, probably episode 69. It'll blow up. We'll
1: probably do. Let's say 50, maybe a little bit less 45 a year. With mm-hmm. all the ones we skip? About. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like we're less than 200. That's a lot. In like three years from now. But it's not though. You ever fucking listen to a podcast? You ever discover a podcast and you go in and it's like, oh, this is like the thousandth episode?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Well, you know, that happens all the time to me. Like Most shows I've discovered is at third or fourth or fifth year.
1: What I'm saying, we're still little babies. Yeah. So... I don't know about you, I'm fucking... I like doing this. Yep. Also, I do all the fucking work. I paid for the mics, and I edit all the fucking podcasts, so... Also, part
0: of the negotiation today with Girlfriend was... She's like, well... She's like, what is like, Willow's... <laughs> she's like, what is Willow's like? Are you... <laughs> or like, is Willow's making you do it again? I'm like... I just looked, and I'm like, you know what? Let's consider the fact that I also want to do this. Good. And she's like... <sighs>
1: I guess so. I'm the the bad guy here.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, let's consider that I'm also Also, invested in this.
1: This currently might be a manufacturer of my own design because when your girlfriend sat down at dinner last night, I said, oh, I thought this was a boys' night. (laughs) She's one of the boys. She's wearing pants. If she shows me her penis, I will let her into more stuff. That was problematic. <laughs> people, fucking beep that entire thing out. People with penises aren't necessarily men or women. Hold on. Men. I'll beep that out too.
0: Just <laughs> just beep this entire fucking thing.
1: Uh, so okay. thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This has been Alcohol Beyond This Point, the podcast where we do whatever. And uh, my name is Willows. This is Tyler. Uh, follow us, Alcohol Beyond This Point, on Instagram. And uh, uh, linktree.com slash alcohol beyond this point. Ooh. I just made that recently, actually. Wow. It has. Uh, so you can
0: put it on our Instagram.
1: Yes, it is on our Instagram link. Uh, it has twenty links of uh, apparently around like twenty different streaming services. Nice. Because I just I use the service called Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, which is awesome. Uh, they just here's a fucking free sponsorship for Anchor. Uh, they just did an entire site redesign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucking awesome now. Hmm. Uh, so it's so much better than it was. Uh, you can like, well, it's uploading. You can fucking do the descriptions and shit, which you had to not do mm-hmm. before. And because there was only like a create my podcast, we had to like drop the audio and then upload it. There was not like, I'm like, dude, I'm doing this all fucking, like, I'm editing it myself mm-hmm. on on Sony Vegas and shit. Like, and I'm doing all the like, can I just upload it? Fuck off. Uh, so now it gives you that option to just upload it. You don't have to fucking like create it. Yeah, um, which is awesome. Yeah, shout out Anchor. So when you upload there, uh, they distribute it to like all the streaming services they have partnership with. So that's how you're listening to us on all these different yep. services. I
0: love I love SaaS companies because stuff like that. They're like, yeah, we know, we know you've been asking for it, but it took us 18 months to roll it out. Yeah. And so then yeah, finally yeah. it hits, and they're all celebrating because uh, now. It's out and all the bugs start to hit. So we yeah. get to fix shit for the next 18 months.
1: Yeah, but so I didn't even know how many services we were actually on uh, until I was making this link tree. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw it on like every link we have. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I uh, streaming services I've never heard of hmm. were like streaming on like over 20 nice so uh go to linktree.com slash alcohol beyond this point and you can see exactly where we are and then there there's a link to our instagram facebook and our uh youtube channel which is actually my youtube channel but that's where these videos are if you want to watch the video including other questionable things uh including a bunch of weird things we all our masterminds um that we want to make public are public there as well every time we've done uh uh, GeoGuessr or uh, Jackbox Games those are all uploaded there I also make uh, I stream on Twitch occasionally twitch.tv. Uh, uh, slash Vote Willows. um so there's some VODs there uh, and then I also do weird videos about whatever I feel, fucking feel like but uh, thanks for checking that out answer the poll I have below this uh, if you're listening on Spotify comment on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube and uh Let's get together.
0: In the metaverse.
1: Oh yeah, by the way, we're going skiing this week. Uh if we don't release any more podcasts after this, it's because we have literally died like Sonny Bono. Rest in peace.
0: Sonny Bono, who's that? From YouTube? Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business, this is two business guys trying to podcast.